Aspen Spanish, episode four. I'm Sarah. I'm Marley. And we're here to talk about Robert Fisher. Yay! Yay. What did you think about the case? Like, what was your perspective on it? Well, I think, yeah, my personal perspective <laughs> is that I think, I actually think he's probably still alive out there. <gasps> okay, so Robert Fisher, yes. family murderer. Family murderer. My whole thing about this is that the only reason he's a suspect is because they never found any trace of him within the house, within the fire. And they still haven't found any trace of him, like, since he left. So the police don't actually have any evidence that he was the one to, like, slit throats and put bullets in people's heads or even, like, set the fire. The only proof they have is that he wasn't there. Yeah, for, like, all, for all you know, it could be, like... How you mentioned in, earlier in the episode that he hired someone <gasps> and he had left earlier and that's right. why there's no trace of him. Right. So that's like an alternate theory. Well, what what you think is that it sounded like he was control freak of uh-huh. his family. And a lot of times you find out that if with these control theory freaks in these families is that if it's not going to go their way, if the family's going to leave them for some reason, mm-hmm. they're just like, fine, you can't live without me. Right, but like, they've gone to marriage counseling. Like, marriage if- counseling all doesn't always work if one person's not willing to work with it. Right, because like I said, like, it's, it, you have to be like very vulnerable and open and real. And it sounded like he was, he just wasn't the person. You don't think he, wanted- you don't think he was real, like, during well, the counseling? I don't think he was willing to be vulnerable during uh-huh. it. From what, from what everyone was saying in the reports, he was awkward mm-hmm. and and he really kept to himself like mm-hmm. even now it's saying that he's arrogant yeah and he's a loner that he chews tobacco and all that shit uh-huh so, yeah i don't i just you don't, don't think he, he doesn't have the, like the personality to be willing to change themselves in order to make your marriage counseling work start over in marriage smile counseling. Or the highway right Ooh, that's a good point he tried to make a perfect picture of himself when that wasn't it there is a piece of his history that I did leave out of the story was that before he started working at the male clinic as a catheter, what I say, catheter technician, yeah. he was a firefighter. Yeah, I read that. He was a firefighter. So if you're a firefighter, you know a lot about fires. How to stop fires, how to start them. Yes, but you also know that fires don't disintegrate bodies. Unless they're burning for a long time. Well, yeah. Unless they're burning for a long time. Or if they're really hot. I think of this whole murder, of them finding how they found the bodies, I think everything was done last minute. Because they found them in their beds with their throats. Like, Uh who slits their throat and shoots them in the back of the head? Oh, it's just overkill. Like... It's just and overkill. Burn, and then you burn them. I understand burning them to get rid of evidence. Yeah. So, like, he that. was like, but, okay. So, it like. Also, it all didn't sound like there was any planning at all. And there's also, like, evidence that the day before all of this went down, that he spent the day before going about and doing, like, stuff that you normally do around the house. Like, oil changes, Mm-hmm. Fixing the house, running errands, like there was no sign. So but then again, if you were applying this, you didn't. You wouldn't want there to be a sign, right? You wouldn't want you to just go about your day you're being like, like oh. oh, I especially if you're a control freak, you're like, oh, this is how it's going to be. Scheduled. So it's kind of like meticulous. Yes. So it is kind of like planned, like over planned. Yeah. Like 
from the detail of like the gas line being pulled and like the candle set to like have a slow burn so that he had time to like get out of the house and like mm-hmm. go on his way like before the house exploded. Mm-hmm. There's that's the inconsistencies there. But then the question is like if he was okay, so if he committed these murders and he's trying to get away, why light the fire? Like he could have like slit their throats, killed them all, and just took off. Nobody would have come to the house to check on them for like at least a day. Mm-hmm. And it would have given him more time to make his escape. But he set the fire. Mm-hmm. So the the fire department came, like they certain like it's like a big arrow. Like a yeah. huge and the explosion, like, I'm like I, here it is. Like you know, yeah. if he was trying to make a, a getaway, like, wouldn't it have been more effective to just sneak off in the middle of the night and, like, not... And then... Yes. yes, but the thing you see about a lot of, like, these, like, murders, you you see, one, fire gets rid of evidence. Mm-hmm. Any, any DNA evidence you might leave behind. And That's two, true. A, lot of, a lot of these murder, murders that you see that are planned out, they want people to know they got away with it. So it's like an ego. Yeah. Thing. Like I like I could do this. Fear me, and mm-hmm. you're never gonna catch me. Jesus. Um, I think he's out there somewhere in Payson or some. I think he's in fucking it. Mexico. <laughs> like, like why, why would he go to Mexico? He's a U U S is where he knows. He's U S Navy mm-hmm. soldier. Why would he go off to Mexico? I think, well, okay, the reason I think Mexico is because, or, like, South America, is because there's a lot more of a mess going on down there than there is going on, like, within the United States and within Canada. Just, like, politically, it's politically messy. It's harder to keep track of people. I'm not saying all of of South America, Central America is corrupt, but we know them as generally, like, more corrupt places. Like, if I was going to take off, I would go to, like, You'll find me in Mexico, South America. Not in Brazil. Not in Brazil, because they speak Portuguese there. So, like, I'll never go there. But, like, anywhere else, like, where they speak Spanish. My pina pina colada in hand. He's a a forest person. Uh There aren't a lot of forests in Mexico. Unless you you go into South America further down. Well, and that's a long even way, and that's a long way to go with someone that has bad knees, bad mm, back. Who's it's American? True. Who has, it's true. Who you? Who probably doesn't speak Spanish? It's true. So he's gonna stand out. Yeah, he's gonna stand so where, out. So you think he stuck I think, around? I think he would have gone somewhere that was close. Uh huh. Like our forests are pretty thick, and they're pretty wide. Like they're not like the Patchelian Trail or whatever that trail is. You know called. what makes the Appalachian Trail? Appalachian Trail. There you go. <laughs> you Patchelian. know what? You know what makes me laugh is the idea of the Scottsdale City Police trying to go. lead, <laughs> trying to lead a manhunt through the fucking Payson Forest. <laughs> They're they're city cops. They're city police. Like, Mm. granted, we don't have a lot of this stuff going on in Arizona anyway. Like, they don't have experience, like, searching the forests of northern Arizona Mm -hmm. to, like, find somebody. We don't even have fucking experience for that. No. Like, who who has experience for that? This doesn't happen here. No. 
Well, I share I share your your epiphany about how downtown Scottsdale the bars and all that. I only we go, hate it. I only go when my friends go. We hate there. it. We yeah. only go if we're forced. Yeah. We, we only go if there's celebrities and we may like. Dirk's family. She we went for Dirk's family and I went for Little Bow Wow. I didn't have a great time. Like, I feel like Scottsdale, they do elevate themselves with their Bentley and their BMWs and they can't drive for shit. I can't. And like, to see this happen, like it is, it's traumatic to see this happen in your own state. It is, are, in our own backyard. Cause it's yes. not that far from us. Cause you always see it in like New York. You, New yeah, you, you see this happen. <laughs> you see this happen in faraway states. And when it happens in your own backyard, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Sad. You don't think about this happening, like, where you live. Okay, so he withdrew $280 from his bank. More than I have in my bank account. <laughs> more, than, more than you and I both, honestly. But they had, they had money. Okay, they came from, from Scott's. Scottsdale. <laughs> they came spas, from. Spas, more spas. <laughs> One of the things that you pointed out last time was about the, that he saved the family dog. What is that? Okay, talk to me about that. Okay. Like, well, if you think about it, like, for some people, that's, like, the only way that you connect. Uh-huh. Like, with your pet or your animal. So, you can't connect with people. You can't connect with like your family. It's easier to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Like, like think about, like, people think about, like, with, uh, I don't know, like, Hitler and all that. Like, uh -huh. he was very into animals, and yet he did all these atrocious things. Right. Like, it probably But he just, couldn't connect with people, so he connected with animals. Yes. Like, yeah. it, did, it just probably didn't, like, process, like, oh... He probably killed his family and all that, and then he just find, and then he, then he saw the dog in the backyard, and he's like, "Oh, I can't kill this innocent creature mm -hmm. that had." But his family was innocent. Were, Those I, children were innocent. Yes, but some people think that when they kill him, they're not completely innocent because they're connected to him. So you're saying that because they're his children, because he's this bad guy, that therefore they're not innocent. Right. They're his connection to, if he's going to get get away and not, I think one of the reasons why he did kill his family was that he just wanted to start over. He just... He wanted a clean slate? Clean slate. Oh my God. Well, you can't really do that when you have children and a wife, but with the dog, you can just leave it there like he did. He just left it in the car. Well, I think... So I think the reason that he left the dog was because the dog is a giveaway. You know what I mean? Like, like you everyone, see, like they, you, they named the dog. Right. The dog's name it. is Blue. Dog's yeah. name is Blue. You have a dog. I know her, Ripley. I know your dog. Now another one. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. You know, you know what they look if like. I saw, like, if someone was like, okay, so my sister Marley, who I'm looking at, is blonde and what five five and five, whatever. Six. Like, you know, like those are pretty indistinguishing features. But like, if I saw, if someone says, oh yeah, I saw. This girl who looked like Marley, and she, they described Ripley, I'd be like, that's Marley. Mm -hmm. She's your giveaway. No matter how much you love her, but if you're trying to make a getaway, you can't yeah. take her. It's the same with the car, too. Yes. That's why it was ditched along, along with the dog. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's his giveaway. Mm-hmm. So, do you think it. he really, like, made it, though? Because they hired a cadaver dog. They hired a cadaver dog. There's hundreds of caves in that rim. 
Mm-hmm. And the cadaver dog where, where didn't find a body. Uh, so the rib is, is in. Magol, like, no, Magol. it's uh, it's like Nagalen rib. Yeah, that one. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of camping sites. Yeah, it's it's a huge area. It's yeah. it's Tonto National Forest. Yeah. It's vast. Like it's a very diverse state. The cadaver dog didn't find any sense of a body. But there's only. But could the cadaver? Could the cadaver dog even search, like, all of those caves? Like, all those areas? Like, they're like, oh, the dog didn't find any sense of the body. But, like, what? But, like... Well, like... The dog's, like, following a scent, but don't scents only last so long? Yeah. Isn't there a limit on that? There is a limit. That it only lasts for a few days, depending on rain and all that stuff. And also, he... Like, even if... Like, maybe his body wasn't there. He might have had another vehicle or another car. Well, that's what they're saying is that there's a road mm-hmm. near where he parked where he could have gotten picked up if he was either, like, hitchhiking. So there's a there's a theory that he had someone waiting. Mm-hmm. That he ditched the car and he had someone else pick him up, like, on that road. So I agree with you on the fact that, like, he really, he really wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, the fact that he wasn't in that house... Is gonna be a red flag to like to anyone. Yeah, it's gonna be a huge red flag. Like, oh, I'm, he's not here. Where is he at? Right. Where is he? So do okay. So they had the fight where neighbors heard them at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. He's at the ATM ten forty five, and then what time? The fire is like early in the morning, isn't it? What time? Eight forty two a.m. All right. So he's he can slit their throats. So deep that they were almost decapitated. The like that's is, intense. Did the question like did he slit their throats first or did he shoot in the back of the head? He only shot his wife. Only Mary. That. Nope. Oh. The children were just had their throats cut. But they were cut so deep they were almost decapitated. Like it was bad. Well that's how you make That's sure. intense. That's how you make that's in my a lot of my it, it might indicate a lot of anger and like a lot of anger towards his kids, his wife for getting him into this situation. Yeah, like he, might like not, he blamed them. Yeah, he might not have blamed himself because well, that ties that, that ties into what I said with this whole story. Like he spent his whole life blaming like other, other people. people. Like. like his mom for leaving his dad. Like, we don't know that that's what happened. He doesn't know that. Like, like, he, like we, like, you don't know what your parents do behind closed doors. Right. Like, your parents, like, and you ask and your parents tell you, but you don't know if that's the truth. That's just what they say. And, like, yeah. you're a kid, so it's none of your business and anyway. And then also, when you grow up, you do warp what you experience into what you want to believe happened. Right. Like you do, you warped the little instances that you see. So he said, so he said that like his family would have been great if his mom hadn't have done that shit. So do you think he took out that aggression on his wife and kids? Because I think that with his affair, the one night stand. But that's not true. Quotation quotes, one night stand. I don't think that's true, though. Like, that's... He went to a massage parlor? What? That's why I say quotation quotes. One night stand. I, like... You'll see that people be... When they have the affairs, they'll blame the other person. Sorry. They'll blame the other person, and they'll be like... 
Oh, you did this stuff and stuff and stuff. Right, like, therefore I which cheated. Forced, which forced me to go to this massage parlor and cheat on you with this one night stand and let you to a fucking UTI. Right. Which is such, okay, the UTI which, makes me UTI so mad. It's for urinary tract infection. You cannot get an infection from a sexually transmitted disease. Well, they're called sexually transmitted infections now because you don't want people to sound like they're diseased. It's a disease. But the thing, but you can't get a UTI from somebody you get a UTI because fecal matter gets up into your yeah, it gets up into your urinary tract for whatever reason. It happens for a lot of reasons. Some women just get them. Some infections come from any bacteria. Any bacteria, like wiping. It's it's just biology. Like it's it's just the way we're built. Women are more susceptible to UTIs than men are for a number of reasons. And you cannot get a UTI from a partner. That's well, not I how was, it works. But as I was saying earlier, we got a little off track. Go ahead. But as I was saying earlier, like a lot of people that do have an affair, they blame their other partner or their family. Like, oh, you're too involved with the children. And I felt unappreciated. Neglected. Neglected. There you go. So I went off to this massage parlor. Well, okay. So, and he, because, like, as we were talking and about. So maybe because. He, he might have, maybe because he might have blamed his family for this, that's why he took, he took out right. so much so anger. So this is my theory. What mm-hmm. if Robert Fisher mm-hmm. is totally innocent in this scenario? What if he's out of... it for it? Well, he's out of the house. Mm-hmm. Somebody else comes in, kills his whole family, and he walks in and they're all dead. Like and some, so he decides... Like some fugitive shit? I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Harrison Ford. Like, I love that man. So I, know, I know you do. So, like, so what do you do? You walk into your house, your whole family's dead. Maybe he thinks because... I myself into be, the well, police. Well, because he's awkward and a loner, maybe he thinks this is my ticket out. And he lights the house on fire and takes off. Yes, but that also makes you fugitive. Right, but what do you think? Do you think that's plausible? But he lights the fire and he's like, I'm free. I'm free. The thing is, you have to consider how much rage went into killing these people. Like, you don't just almost cut somebody's head off. Unless you're criminal mind bullshit. And I said it, I said it in the podcast that, like, okay, when you shoot somebody, that's one thing. All right, so I did the baseline killer. He shot a lot of his victims. Mm-hmm. He didn't know a lot of his victims. It the victims personal. the victims he did know, he strangled and beat to death. Mm-hmm. And strangling is very personal. You've got to get yeah. right up in that person's yeah. face. And it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes like five minutes of pressure on somebody's throat. It's very personal. I'm not going to say that like slitting somebody's throat is like the equivalent, but it's also but like it's also very personal. I think I believe even though you get a headshot, people survive from headshots all the not all the time. But there's the lucky incident that it happens. Right. So I think he probably shot her. However, the instance was, and then then he slit her throat to be sure. So you think? He's still alive. Currently? Yeah. 
It happened in 2001. How old was he in 2001? 30-something. So he'd be like 56 today. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah. I do not think he's still alive currently. Right. I think he was alive quite a few years after, maybe like 10 or so. Right. So you think like 2010, he was still alive. Yes. I think he got away, hid in the woods somewhere for quite a few years because mm-hmm. you were saying but he's probably not alive anymore he's probably not alive anymore cause right because if you're living out in the woods only so far it's going to get you with bad knees bad back and right that's that shit. that's Even the though, biggest like you with our uncle he loves the woods and right. everything he's but his knees his back it's yeah women. and he's in his he 50s can't. he's he 50 something out there forever without all that shit right they would get into a fight he would take off, have a weekend away, come home. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between doing that and living out in the wilderness full time. And only seeing people like maybe once a month right. to get resupply. Right. And in addition to that, like if you're on pretty... Prescription pills are addictive. And there's also rumors that he had a second affair. Like yeah. what? Like while they were doing like marriage counseling and trying to repair stuff, so he it it didn't sound to me like he at all wanted this relationship. That he wanted just completely out. You I don't have actual. Even if they catch him, they don't have actual proof that he like he'd be in trouble for fleeing a scene. And, and the, but that doesn't mean he killed them. And being a fugitive for all these years, but it right? Mean that doesn't that, mean he killed them. No. Is there anything you can think of, like, to your own life about, like, staying safe, like, protecting yourself? Like, to avoid this incident? Well, true crime in general. Because, like, you can't help it if you fall in love with a weirdo, and he seems great, and And then he decides decides to blow it all up. (laughs) You can't... There's no the future. You, there's there no go. predicting that shit without victim shaming, not living your life, keeping yourself indoors, like limiting yourself. Yeah. Like, what would you like, say? I worked the night shift at a research facility in Mesa. Which is basically like there's four people on night shift total. And when I have to go get food in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning, like, I park underneath a light that's right next to the front office where this security guard can see me. And I make sure you just be aware of your surroundings. When you're out at night at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, like, don't have your headphones in. Make sure that if people are walking around that they know that you're aware of them. Don't be aggressive. Just make eye contact and make sure they know that you know that they are there. That way that they can't sneak up on you and always have your keys out before you leave the building of of walking to your car, like if you're going to a friend's house or getting food or anything, anything. like that. Anything. You should always have your keys in hand. Yes, just be not, aware of not, your surrounding. Not to attack somebody because no. we're not out here pretending like, you know, I'm going to stab somebody. <laughs> stab somebody in the neck with my keys. Like, the, I know you can get in your car quickly. That's right. Why you, so you can way. unlock the car before you get there so you can lock it once you're inside. Just yeah. like... Fast motion. You're not digging around in your purse for your keys when you get to your vehicle. 
especially if you're in an area where you know that it's not the safest area. Or you don't feel comfortable. Yes. So that, that is my advice for going out at night, even in a place like Tempe, which isn't as bad as some areas like no. Detroit or New York. No, it's very like safe. That. It's very relatively safe, even though there was a body found in the lake. Yeah. But that was in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though there have been cars stolen out of my works parking lot. Right. It happens. It happens. Just, just it's, be aware when you're going out at night. Right. And this has been really fun. I'm so happy we got to talk about this case and kind of dissect the different theories. It's been a really good time. I'm really happy that you got to join me. This is Sarah. This is Marley. Even though I sound like a guy, I'm a girl. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.